we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted, those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine, grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two. One. What is up, all you sexy motherfuckers out there in the moan chat? I'm your girl, Sapphire. Megan Sapphire, if you're nasty. And I am so excited to have this. Thank you, everybody who is in the space right now. This is horny for horror. Talking about all things sexy that come with horror. And if you're looking at this chat like, what the fuck? You can't get horny off of a horror movie. I'm sorry, I got a question. What type of horror films are you watching that you cannot touch yourself? Because let's be real, every horror film has a good sex scene, has a good set of titties, okay? And now as we get a little down and dirty through the years, we're even getting some full frontal nudity from the men. So, horny for horror is the subject of the night. And like I said before, this is being recorded live on the Moan app. Don't worry, names can be withheld. If you want me to say it by your nickname, I don't even have to say the full name, but I am welcoming people into the space. I also have a special guest in the room. He's my life partner, but he's also my dom. Do you, can we say your real name? Is it all good, baby? Or sir, I should call you sir. Some people are like, wait, if that's your dom, you should not be saying baby. It's okay. Our dynamics are different. <laughs> you, this is a talking app, babe. They can't see you. They can't see you shaking your head. I know, but it's your show. It is my show. So I just want to set some ground rules, okay? When you step into the space, please do not talk over each other, all right? I know we get all excited on this app, but everybody will have their turn. And I see some of my favorite peeps. Shout out to Kale, my girl Trisha, Diesel, Scarlett, oh, King Dom. Thank you, guys. Community came through tonight. So let's get it going. Let's get it going. Horny for Horror. Why do people get turned on by a good horror movie? Well, there's many different elements. Sometimes it's just a good scare. And why does it make it the best date night? Because let's face it, you're in a dark room. You don't know what's ahead of you. And then all of a sudden, bam, a motherfucker gets killed in the worst way possible. So you got to clench onto a body or two bodies or three bodies. For me, people, you know, think I'm a little twisted. Some of us like to take, you know, Salt, like sanctuary in a in a Disney movie. Me, my sanctuary is a good horror film. 
the bloodier the better now i'm gonna call out benjamin real quick because I got Trisha in the room and her and I, we share love for one particular film. And Trisha, Safe Slide, if you want to come up to the room, I-, I feel like you need to raise your hand for this one. Benjamin does not like Scream. Benjamin uh, does not like Scream. What? <laughs> How? Why? Okay, look, I don't like slasher films and it is a love letter to slasher fans and if you don't like slasher films, you're not going to like Scream. <laughs> okay, that's it's right. But, all inside but, jokes for slasher fans. It's meta it's meta horror, but I will say I feel like in terms of like horny for horror, I feel like the ultimate thing for that is slashers because in every slasher you're going to get like some just that you're gonna get a sex scene you're gonna get like huge tits like yes you know what i mean like like that's that's actually in scream though there's really not though that there's never really a sex scene not really in most slashers slashers, there is so that's i that's why i always wonder i'm like is that why slasher is my favorite part of the horror genre (laughs) i would say so i mean honestly we go from the slasher genre to now torture porn and i have to say like Mm -hmm. the torture porn it, it was on like a high rise in the mid 2000s thanks to Eli Roth and then all of a sudden it's like now the torture porn is not even like torture enough you know what I mean but then it's like you bring it back to Scream and it's like you got hot people getting killed in the worst way possible and they talk about sex they're very hypersexual but do we actually see them get it on no we get a cut to scene to some more blood Right. And is that hotter that we don't see it because we're just like, we know what's happening? Honestly, I think it is. I I think it is. And also, and also what, uh, so I'm actually here with my friend, Sarah. Um, She also is in like the sex working world. Um, She's the kink therapist. Yes. Yes, I'm a sex therapist. And we're obviously like wasted as hell right now. But we were talking about this this earlier. So she loves this website called Horror Porn. Oh my God, I love Horror Porn. I'm sorry, what? It's just called HorrorPorn.com. And we just watched it before this and she found out that she was into it because she went to a haunted house that they allow that's full contact so if you want to like talk more about oh my god i definitely have that on the list because let me say there is an experience out here i did one and i didn't like it my first contact with like you didn't like it okay let me tell you why let me tell you why I was horny when I got there because when I, I go with my, my horror gals and we are fine as hell. Okay. If you guys go on my Instagram at Ms. Radio Sapphire and you scroll down to some of the like Halloween posts, you'll see my girls. They're hot as hell. So we fucking love horror. Okay. So we thrive on going to the most scariest experiences mm-hmm. every year in LA. And there's this one that was called, I think it was called either the 17th, it's called the 17th door. So all we knew is that they are allowed to touch you, grope you, do whatever the fuck they want. And then in small print, they said, warning, it might get a little fishy. That That's what it said in the disclaimer. It might get a little fishy. So I'm like, the fuck, what do you mean it might get a little fishy? <laughs> so here I am, we're drunk, I'm high. Going through 17 different scare zones, including it was kind of fucked up. And this is a trigger warning to anybody listening out there. It did get a little, you know, on the assault tip, which I was not feeling. And then all of a sudden it just got really fucked up and kinky. Like they started putting um, jumper cables on people. 
Okay? Oh my God. On the lowest setting, but they were doing like shock treat, like the shock little things to people's nipples, to their arms and everything. And then the next room, we're in a cafeteria. And I'm like, why the fuck are we in a cafeteria? Then all of a sudden, I'm getting sardine juice thrown on me. Oh my God. I'm not scared. I'm pissed. I'm pissed the fuck off. <laughs> okay. I was like, how dare you violate me with sardines? Mind you, I traveled two and a half hours to get my ass scared and horny to death. And now I'm smelling like a goddamn fish joint. That's not sexy. That's not hot. That's not, okay. I feel like Sarah, you had a very different experience. That's what got you into horror yes. porn. I, okay. So okay. Benjamin also just it. pulled up horror porn for me. And the first thing I see is zombies and fucking in the ass. Yes. That's her favorite. That's literally what I've been masturbating to recently. So let me tell you, I've also, I've very much been in Dom my whole life. Okay, so like a few years ago, one of my work friends was like, do you want to go to this full contact haunted house? I was like, yeah, sure. I love haunted houses. I'll try it out. I was not expecting to have like this um, very like visceral sexual experience, but I did. Yes. um, so when you went in, you know, you had to sign a contract to say you were okay with people touching you here and right. there. And I did not read the contract, I just signed it because I didn't <laughs> want to know how far anyone could go. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I I just want to be scared. I don't I don't wanna know. I don't know. I don't wanna know what's gonna happen to me. Um so there was this part where there was this guy who was in character as a priest. Oof. And he forced I know, me. It's hot. Yeah, it was very hot. Okay, so he forced me to confess my sins, mm. and then he tied me up to a cross, and made my friend take her belt off and whip me with it. And I'm sorry, this is out in uh, New York. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. move to New York, baby. This yeah, is Long Island. So, yeah, Long this Island. is a full contact haunted house. Okay, so, so like, I'm gonna make a trip this year. Y'all yeah, need to oh let me God, know. Yeah. Y'all yes. need to let me know if this is going down. Because one, I'm a Catholic schoolgirl reformed, okay? Yeah, yep. we all are. We yes. all are. We all so are. listen, we listen. Shout out to all the the ex Catholic schoolers in the chat right now. If you were, yes. are you? If you were just formerly, you know, you were converted into Catholicism as a child, and then you knew damn well you wanted to be smacked with a cross, maybe have <laughs> yeah. sex and ride the face of a couple priests and even Hell some yeah. nuns. Shout out to Hell y'all. Yeah. Okay? Listen, that's fucking hot. That's yeah, fucking you know, hot. It's so hot. That's and I, so hot. I had no idea that I had a that like I was into being a sub. And there were other parts of it, like you were in a makeshift doctor's office and they like did some slight waterboarding. You know, like they put the cloth over your face and poured water over you. Oh my god. And yeah, yeah. Full contact haunted house. I was not expecting to have like I honestly I've been to like play parties I've been to orgies and have not gotten as much out of those as I have as at a full contact haunted house that's how crazy is that listen Sir Dom <laughs> Sir Suit and Tie how do you feel about this yeah he's okay how, how are you feeling about that I have mixed feelings about the <laughs> cross between religion and sex. I have stronger feelings about full contact haunted houses because I feel like that is a... I feel like a lot of people get sign up for that because they're like, ooh, the scare. Yes. Like, oh my God, yeah. the boundary pushing. And all I hear is 
hey, if we touch people, we don't have to actually be smart about how we scare people. Well, listen, there are some sure. certain like there are some certain horror houses that do kind of cross the line. There's a that part- one. What's it called? I, um, I'm trying to. I got to look it up, but I know which you, one you're. You said it earlier. What, what's it called? That oh, McKamey Manor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. That hardcore is ones. fucked up. Look, I write horror, <laughs> and it like you. There's there's a far like far, there's a wide chasm between smart well-written horror that scares you and murder porn and i feel like full contact haunted houses are the immersive experience of murder porn like, i honestly or torture porn i honestly fair. do yeah, want fair. the torture porn level of uh horror houses to kind of go into a crossover of bdsm more Honestly, because oh like there's God. this there's this one that used to go down in L.A. called Blackout. I don't know if they're going to bring it back, but it's called Blackout. It's completely immersive, dark. You know, they Watching even say it. your clothes can be ripped off, not in a, you know, assault manner, but it's more like it's going to be, you know, torn in a way of. You know, he's putting you in real life horror and it's completely blacked out. They touch you, you you feel things on you and you come out a fucking mess. It looks like you just had really great rough sex. Mistress Scarlet, hey, welcome to the chat, boo. I jumped on to chat about McKamey Manor. Yes. McKamey Manor is fucking wild. There's a documentary on Netflix. I'm sure if you even type in McKamey Manor documentary, it's going to pop up somewhere. They have documentation on YouTube. Honestly, I was interested until I wasn't interested. I think he takes torture porn to the next level of like, okay, he's getting off on this in the worst way possible. Do you feel the same way? I do. From what I've seen, it's like it's hard to tell because he's created a lot of urban legend around the actual experience. Absolutely. And so it's hard to know, like, what you would actually experience if you went there. But there's some things that I've heard his experiences contain, like bugs and stuff. I cannot abide by. That's my biggest fear. No, no. Right. There are two things that so I do it's not like. Fear factor. It's extreme fear factor. This guy will dunk you in toilet water, make you eat dog food, lock you up in a coffin for like thirty fucking minutes, and then Is he has. The- uh, Mrs. K, welcome to the chat. Hey, darling. Hey, boo. Um- is this the uh, is this the one where you you basically you pay your money and then you if you tap out mm-hmm. like you 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 have to pay the fee but otherwise it's like free if you can make through all of it yeah is so this is one? so this is his level what he does is that he asks people to sign the waiver bring in a pound of dog food because he gives back to dog shelters and uh, there is no safe word that's what's the yeah. fucked up thing about it and that for me takes it out because again we're talking about horny for horror and there are a lot of people who get off to the element of surprise getting scared and yeah. yet this guy takes torture porn to a way where it's like a vo- it's very voyeuristic. Yeah, yeah. he I've archives heard about it. This guy, I, I've heard about this guy. He is um, the way that I have heard this guy described is um, he is basically a sadist that's figured out a way to practice sadism without consent yes and if we're gonna bring in sadists here we have my dom that's a no-no 
That's mm-hmm. a huge no-no. It's a huge no-no. Please. Yep. Everything regarding sadomasochism and its use with in in relationships, in any type of play, is like consent is the vital factor. Uh-huh. And if you right. don't... Like that's that's the sort of thing like that. That's why Fifty Shades of Grey is a rape fantasy. Is he like you? If you sign a contract at the beginning saying yes, you can do this to me, but there's no ability to withdraw consent, then it's not safe. Mm-mm. Right, and that ties into the idea of consensual non-consent. Absolutely. And- And while I think that that can be uh, an interesting kink to explore, there's actually ways to do it where there are safeguards in place. It's not something you just go, okay, we're going to do, we're going to say there's no safe words and just see what happens. Like, that's not how you do that. Not to mention, this guy does an interview process before people even step into the horror zone. And he will tap into those fears that you tell him. And then again, Mm. the fact that you're not saying a safe word, I'm like, what the fuck? No, I don't give a fuck that you're giving back to charity. Now you're feeding off of the fact of something that's traumatic to me where Mm -hmm. I might puke. I might faint, you know, piss myself, do something. These things happen in horror, you know, horror experiences in general. And that takes the fun out of it, to be honest, because I'm like, no, you're not going to get me on camera screaming for bloody murder like i'm deathly afraid of clowns i've seen it he's oh my gosh y'all i don't fuck with clowns i've seen it it's great i don't fuck with clowns okay let me just say there's nothing sexy about money penny or Pennywise. There okay. is a lot sexy about Money Penny. <laughs> money, Money Penny, yes, but there's nothing money sexy penny. about Pennywise. Naomi, okay. Naomi Harris okay. walks into a room. <laughs> but Pennywise, no, uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Have you? You seen have just, you have just given me the best idea for a cosplay crossover. Money Pennywise. <laughs> okay, Money Pennywise, yes. If you, if you show up as Money Penny, honey, I'm already wet. But right now, listen, I don't fuck with the clowns. Um, I think Jay wants to speak, but I might have to take somebody down. But let's see what happens. I can hop down. Okay. Um, And then you can come right back up. Jay, welcome to the chat. Hi. Hi. Oh, it's my boo. Hey, boo. Hi. I just wanted to say that I love clowns. Fuck clowns. Thanks, Jazz. No. Hey, I had an ex. Huh? What, what did Scarlett say? What'd you say, boo? Oh, I said, tell us about it. Tell us why you like clowns. Oh, I love clowns. Oh, my God. Like, I had a partner who actually, like, we were, um, they were a drag. No, no, no. Excuse me. They were a drama therapist. And then they also, like, went to clown school, which I oh. thought was hot. And, you know, and I did drag. And I was like, you know, I so I had a lot of fantasies about me and drag and them dressed up as a clown and us hooking up in random places in the city. Oh my God. I love clowns, Megan. Listen, listen, <laughs> you cannot, listen, you could have the biggest dick in the world, the best, juiciest pussy in the world, drench yourself care. in some fucking blood. That's but not what I'm asking about. That's not what I'm talking about. This is horny for horror. I'm telling you, the one thing that does not make me hor- uh, horny in a horror show is a clown. When a fucking clown wants to come and tag me, let me tell you. Harley Quinn. 
Harley Quinn can get it. <laughs> you know why? You know why Harley Quinn can get it? Because Harley Quinn doesn't present herself as scary. She's fucking but crazy. She's a clown. She's no, but she's not the type of clown that's gonna. She's a clown. No, she's no. Jasper. She's fair. a jester. Thank you. Type okay. Of type I, of clown. Subcategories. But I can still see her face and she's sexy as fuck. Okay. I see lots of clowns faces. <laughs> Listen, if Harley Quinn were to show up at Not Scary Farm or Universal, rights yes. included, then, then maybe I will let her molest my body. Okay. You could take over my body, touch my titties, grab my ass, grab me by my fucking pussy. Fine. But money, if Pennywise were to show the fuck up, I don't give a fuck if it's bootleg. Pennywise. I didn't say Pennywise was sexy. I'm just saying you you generalizing over clowns. Because uh, again, we are on the cl- we are on the subject of horror. Horror clowns do not make me wet. So when people okay. are like, so, I'm into so basically horror clowns don't, but happy and chill. Fuck that. Ones are cool. Fuck no. Okay. Well, shit. I need specifics then. I listen. You want to know what makes me scared? Clowns. Clowns. Period. Okay. All of them except Harley Quinn. Except Harley say. Quinn, because as we said, she is a gesture. I can see that sexy face. I could still She's a clown. Forget no, that. No. No. We still, still see her face. Category. I need somebody to interject. Okay. Somebody <laughs> interject. <laughs> We're going to spend the entire conversation just arguing the semantics of Harley Quinn. For real. Let me let me count down some blood facts and maybe someone else can agree with me. Jazz, I love you, boo. Um, Mistress K, welcome back to the chat. I know that there are some people in here as we get down and dirty with some more horror topics. I want to talk about TV shows real quick. So... Oh, okay. Oh, oh, but Mistress... Abs- no, no, you can come back. Let's come back to it. Mistress K, you what? had something to say. Well, you were on the subject of like haunted houses and stuff. And I actually did that um, professionally for a little. (gasps) I worked a haunted house for a couple of seasons. Um, I got to see how they were made, all the special effects. So now when I go through a haunted house, I'm rarely, rarely scared. I Because, you know, once you see how the sausage gets made, like, you know what to look for. That's absolutely true. I walk through a haunted house and I'm like, oh, there's the misdirection, the the scary guys over there, you know, and I'm much better walking through there with other people than I am walking through alone. When I'm walking through alone, I forget that my brain does not go to, oh, find the, find the, the tricks. My brain goes there when I'm with other people because I get this weird protective instinct that takes over. And I like to laugh at them screaming heads off. That is just (laughs) fucking amusing to me. And that is a typical response. That's why they say, you know, again, bringing dates, bringing a group of people. It's what gives us fear is the same thing that gives us sexual arousal. Okay. It is a proven fact um, that our body changes in response to threats that vary between people. Okay. So different from one scare to the next, the typical response is, you know, we go through our sympathetic nervous system, ramping up our body into go mode. All right. And then on top of that, increase of breath, heart rate, sweating, and a host of chemicals and hormones, neurotransmitters that kick our metabolism into high gear. These are the words of Margie Care occur and the book is called scream chilling adventures in the science of fear now folks out there if you're getting aroused right now 
please get aroused. Do you get aroused, <laughs> Mistress K, when you see your partner get scared? So I don't get aroused. I get amused as hell. Okay. And if I get amused, that just puts me in a relaxed, happy state. So there's something really interesting that you just said about that, where mm. you were talking about how fear mimics arousal. Yes. So when I worked in a theme park and worked in haunted houses things. I actually worked at Universal Haunted House, which is to me that is like the top echelon. Which one did you work at? At Orlando. See, we need to go to Orlando. <laughs> you fucking need to go to Orlando. I swear to God. I love the so, theme park in general. needs to go to Orlando. No, no, Four Nights Wise, yes. Four Nights Wise. I actually used to, to work with the guy who ended up being the, um, the artistic director for both um, West Coast and East Coast of Halloween Horror Nights Beautiful. for like the past two years. He was the full architect of fear. Um, amazing, amazing guy. Um, but way back in the dark ages when I worked at it, you know, literally before I had a cell phone. That's how far back we're talking. Yeah, well, um, it's been around for 30 years. They just yeah. celebrated 30 years last year. Yeah, and I, work, I worked there a long time ago. So I won't tell you when because that'll date me. <laughs> but it'll... Baby, as I just, Great. let me just tell you, as I told Dorian last night, because he let people, um, he let me into a space and give people a tease. I was like, you guys age with fine wine. All right. So it's not about your old. You're, you're like a fine wine. Like the wine I'm sipping on, you just get better. The grapes are getting better. So. Oh, it's, it has nothing to do with how awesome I am. I know I'm awesome. This yes. has to do with like more of like finding out my identity and fuck that. I'm not giving you that much information. So. So, <laughs> no, I'm awesome. I'll own it. Um, but <laughs> the, no, what was interesting to me about when you said the whole things about sexual arousal. So that, uh, all right, this is something that I observed and have since observed every time I go to a haunted house. And I love it. I love to sit back and watch and watch people's reactions. I will sit in a scare zone for as long as they will allow me and watch people get scared by the same fucking scare actor over and over again just to see who has the biggest fucking reaction. So the way and when I was, I, I, I was a scare actor for a certain amount of time for part of this. And you, I got to the point, now this is going to be kind of interesting but I got to the point where I'd actually kind of racially profile people uh, listen we could get into that too don't worry <laughs> because the reactions based on race and gender were so different absolutely and so big so here's here was the breakdown for the easiest scare to the hardest scare all right. From this is just literally me, my experience, my observations. This is just what I saw. Easiest scare: Asian women. That was just like you could breathe on them, and they'd scream their heads off and jump a foot in the air. So, Asian women, highest scare. Asian men were the second. Interesting. Bl black men. 
were third. Black women held it together a little bit better than the black men, which I loved. And I always found that that was the most interesting, that that was the only race where the black men would jump higher than the women. You know, it's kind of interesting because I was looking up some statistics today and they were trying to say that black folks do not watch horror, that they do not participate in horror. I need my where where are my melanated folks in here? Yes. Wait, no, no. You like read statistics. I read a statistic on a recent study taken down in 2018 and literally they tried to say that only 65% of black people, they didn't break it down by gender, but they only did it by ethnicity and they said that black folks do not participate or do not enjoy horror films. And I'm like, fuck that shit. That's a bullshit. I worked at a movie theater for eight years and you know who was the majority of the fans going to see horror films? My melanated folks. White people in, well, in my specific town, white people were not nearly as interested in horror films. Absolutely. That's a total lie. I think it was bullshit because it's like, yes, has there been, you know, the whole... I mean, I, I do hate it that we die first because I feel like, no offense, we'd be the smartest motherfuckers to make it to the end. That's why yeah. when I take it back to history, let's go back into some history real quick. Night of the Living Dead will probably be forever my fucking yes. favorite, yes. favorite zombie movie. Yes. For the, sole, for the sole reason that it was, it brought in civil rights, first and foremost. Yep. When you have the last man standing, who is a black man, unfortunately, spoiler alert. But then again, this movie has been out for almost 50 years at this point. So if you have never seen this movie, It's, it's been around, it's been around. But let me just keep it 100. This motherfucker stays till the end. He's this strong black man who we all almost think that he's going to have this white tension with this other white woman, Barbara, who is the annoying blonde white chick in the movie. And like, (laughs) God damn it, bitch, just fucking die already. And this black man, you know, he's trying to like, he's shutting her up. He's saying, you need to shut up. We're going to get through this. We're going to make it through the night, but you got to listen to me. Even smacks her. And people were outraged at the time when this movie came out. She needed to be smacked. She needed to be smacked. She fucking needed to be smacked. She was so annoying. But I will say, because I also, like, I think about that a lot. Because I'm like, wow, this was made in, what, like, 1960? And they had a black black guy live to the end. Because I feel like in most... Like the rules and slashers, it's like the stoners and the black dudes get like, and the dumb bitches get killed first. Yes, kind of thing. Well, you know what I mean? That's but Roger I, Corman. That's that's fucking Roger Corman. Yes, that, that's straight out of Roger Corman's school of like zombieism. Roger Corman's school of filmmaking. I mean, he was. Oh, we're getting some background noise he, from you, Damien. Uh, not to cut you off, Mistress K. Uh huh. Um, Okay, just make sure, guys, when you come into the space, if you can try to mute your mic until we have you speak. There is no mute on this app. Oh, yeah, we need we need to mute the mic app. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. But But um, I feel like I feel like with um, the ending, because because he lives the end because he's essentially the main character in a way. I feel like that because I also like sorry, spoiler alert, but I'm so sorry. It came out in 1960. Um, Film came out in 1968. Um, 68, 68, 68 so. in the height in the height of the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and so Which this interesting that he lives 
through the zombies, but then gets killed by actual humans at the, like, like you know what I mean? Yes, life. Like, yeah. that's definitely definitely a take on like the civil rights mo- movement in some in some way, I, you know. Well, and then, didn't I read that like um, Jordan Peele had an alternate ending to Get Out? I was where actually going to kill. So by the end, but I didn't so know let me, that. Oh my god! So let me give you guys some tea on this. I was actually yeah. so you're bringing up all the things I am going to bring up because I have a bunch of lists. So let me oh, tell sorry, you guys. I ahead. No, 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 you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. So real quick, um, when Night of the Living Dead came out, 1968 in October, right in the height, this is where we had the death of uh, Martin Luther King had just happened a few. minutes months prior so the fact that he had gotten killed and then you have Ben the final black man standing get killed by the police this caused a major uproar to the horror community not just because of the fact that how dare you kill a black man the last man standing but also the fact that he was killed at the hands of a police officer because there's still that there is the controversy of was MLK assassinated for hire by the police and you know the fall guy just so happened to be an assassin uh, for the military. So now flash forward to get out. So I was working press and I got to go to a press and test screening of get out. And the version that y'all saw in theaters was not the version that I saw when it first came out. In fact, when the movie originally was supposed to come out, this was about to come out in the height of, um, Oh my God, was Trayvon Martin. Floyd? No, it was Trayvon Martin. So Trayvon. When it was just a few months after Trayvon Martin got killed. And the opening sequence and the ending sequence were two totally different things that we see now. In fact, the opening sequence mimicked almost frame by frame what happened to Trayvon Martin. Uh. And I fucking complained my ass off. I don't think anybody in the theater that I was watching it with enjoyed watching the movie at all and we didn't know at the time that Jordan Peele actually made the movie they kept it completely anonymous they didn't put any of the cast you know they didn't put the cast names they didn't put the director's name or anything so we didn't know that it was directed by a black man so then when we found out and we had a panel about it we're like what the fuck because the ending they blamed um oh my god what's homie's name that was the star of the movie oh my god daniel kaluuya thank you in the end in the original ending and i think you can actually see it on youtube the actual ending ends with daniel kaluuya uh oh my god i'm kaluuya kaluuya getting arrested and blamed for the deaths that happened in the movie and then when um laurel's character you know asks him do you want to fight this he's like man you already know what what's going to happen to me and that's it he gives up he doesn't fight that's not the ending that we got in this right. movie okay rose is you know killed taken accountable for the actions mm-hmm. in the beginning and like i said the opening sequence it mimicked trayvon martin where you see an innocent black kid get killed same type of hoodie gray hoodie that symbolism and everything else and i was just like this is not fucking horror this is now you are glorifying racial profiling. This is not the movie I signed up for. Right. So there you go. But that's so, also... Oh, sorry. Go on, Mr. Skay. Well, I, I didn't want to, like... 
You, you were talking about racial profiling, and it made me go back to my thought that I was racial profiling the the people that would come into the um, the space, and that made me go back because this is how my brain works, and I apologize for like how my brain fucking works. But um, it, you said racial profiling; it made me think that I was racial profiling the people that I was as a scare actor because I wanted to get the biggest reaction. Yeah. So I'd always go for the Asian girls. Um, <laughs> It's true. Because they yelled the most. It was great. And, the sir um, was actually a scare actor, too. Yeah, Once upon a time when I we first started dating. I was nodding emphatically behind you when you're talking about uh, about staying in the room and seeing how long the scare would last. But also, like, if I could get the white guys, <laughs> if I could scare the white guys because they were the ones that didn't want to, like, act scared and for their bros so if I knew I could get like a whole gang of white guys to lose their shit that I really fucking did my job well that was like because they were the hardest scares to get Let me and I don't you. know I don't oh. know why but they always were Dorian and do you want to cut in? yeah, yeah. I, was, I actually only came in to say um a line from the walking or I'm sorry from the from the living dead but I I couldn't find a space and the time had passed I'm like ah this is awkward no no you could you could say the line <laughs> no I just when you guys were talking about Barbara and, and the only thing I can think of from that movie is just that line in the beginning where he's like they're, they're coming, coming to you Barbara they're coming to get you Barbara but um not to offend but not to offend anybody you know as a person of color um Scaring black people, scaring Asian people. I mean, again, those who really do take part in horror atmospheres, it is kind of true. And I've heard this not just, you know, this is not a revelation, uh, revelation to me either. I have definitely heard friends of mine who are black, who are scare actors here at the Universal Horror Nights and who have done... Um, Oh my God, it's Fright Fest, which I fucking hate mm -hmm. here yeah. at Six Flags. They have said, yeah, there are certain, there are certain genders, certain races that do to tap in more to their fear. The only thing mm -hmm. I will hate, your uh, King Dom, I hope you pop into this. The only thing I hate is that when I see my folks, and I'm talking about my black folks, when we start acting up, knowing damn well that we signed up to be scared. Like, please do not be, do not make the first reaction a punch. And I've seen white people do the same thing, but oh, I've seen, no. but I I've definitely seen a bit of a profiling where, and not, and I don't want to get too heavy onto race, but I have definitely seen. A black guy get kicked out faster out of a scare zone than a white guy doing the same exact bullshit. If not, 100%. sometimes far, far worse. Where I'm like, now you just fucked up the whole horror experience for everybody. A hundred percent. And um, Megan, I want to actually speak to that because I saw more white guys trying to throw punches than I did black guys. And I called every single one of them out to security when I was there. So and I called every single person who, because you... As a scare actor, we were told we are not allowed to touch them. No. Right. No. Okay. That was a very clear and, and compact rule. We were not allowed to touch them. We can get as close as you want, but you cannot touch them. And so, and and everybody kind of knows that. Everybody kind of knows that in, in the big major theme parks, like you're not allowed to touch them. Right. Please don't touch us. Like that's not allowed. I had so people grabbing on me. I had people messing with me. 
all the time. And anytime that that happened, like I would call, I would fucking call them out. You got to. But I think Dorian was about to say something too. Yes, yes, yes. So, so that's actually changed. And what I want to say before is that what I've noticed, so I worked in haunted house for years, um, including Universal Studio and then Independence and things like that. And so what I've noticed, like you guys talking about being the most scared, what I noticed is I I felt like, like you talking about being the most scared, I feel like white guys have the least amount of fun, I think is what it is. <laughs> we're trying to so, have, yes. We're, and now, we're and now my man is like jumping in. He's like, yes. No, so... I, I was Dorian and I were about to make the same a, a similar points because uh, yes. it's that everyone white pe- white men especially don't go to horror things to sh- get scared they don't want to get scared they go because they have something to prove oh yes. yes exactly well I mean a lot of them and you know what that's profile not all the of thing them is, is that, like right. a lot of times a lot of times these stereotypes are a stereotype for a reason and I 100% when I did it, I would 100% you know profile to because I know that like they're going there if there is a group of African Americans they have the most damn fun and you can yes. literally do anything and they're they're screaming but they're laughing oh and yeah like, no I white guys are they have their chest bowed up and their girls are there with them and this and that and look here I'm a white guy so I'm, I'm hating on whatever <laughs> I, I, I love it Benjamin like, and, Mr. Suit and Tie my man is a white guy too so it's all good it's all good yeah so I mean so that's and that's really more what it, it comes down to who's having the most fun so when i was doing this the only aggression that i ever saw out of anybody was small scrawny white kids like that's all i saw i never got you know and i'm a big guy i've been a bigger guy for a while and and like when i was doing it you know i would make sure i wore like boots and this and that to make me even bigger so like i was kind of an imposing character but i never got any hostility or anything i did this for years and I never got one single issue from anybody. The only ones that would kind of like give me like snide remarks or act like they're going to like bow their chest up are the scrawny white boys. So, I mean, I don't know if, you know, what that means. Like I said, if it's racial profiling, I guess so. Like, I mean, I guess it depends on how you're looking at it. I never saw it as derogatory. I just knew that these people were having fun. And you're right, Asians as well. They, but a lot of times they're just burying their face. Oh my God! This, this thing I, I'm that said, I'm that like, type of person too. I usually go into a scare house. I'm, I'm paying buku dollars, and I am the one who is buried in somebody's face, buried into somebody's chest. I'm covering my eyes, and then I'm getting stalked by the horror character. Open your eyes! And then, of course, I'm the one running. Let me tell you guys a quick story. Oh my God! So. <laughs> Mr. Suit and Tie and I, he had never, like, he had heard about my infamous jump scares that turn into a, a fucking marathon, but he had never been to a scare zone, a scaring experience until last year. So for his birthday, we went all out and we went to Not Scary Farm and we got the early entry and all that. So not scary farm. It's not, it's not even dark. It's not even dark. And like I said before in this chat, I said, I am scared of fucking clowns. I am greeted in the park by not just one clown, but a whole fucking army of clowns. And the video, by the way, is on my Instagram at Ms. Radio Sapphire. We, I'm going to cut in. We walk in and the scare actors haven't made it to their posts yet. So as we walk in, all the clowns are just entering the park. And I they were just over. entering the park. They were lined up like a fucking mob. Let's, yeah, because they're entering the park. Like, they were lined all from up and one ready. entrance. And I look, and 
Sapphire sees them and freezes. And I watch 12 sets of eyes zero in on the woman who just froze. And you it, you could smell blood in the air as all of them yes all of them suddenly you watched their their posture changed they were on in a minute and all of them started to encroach on her mind you there's a child time of my life mind you as he's filming and i'm just like okay i just want to go to the first zone okay this is like we're this not even, was the first this zone. was the first zone that i had to make it through and i'm looking at all these people like what the fuck is wrong with this girl now mind you there's a child that's probably no less than like four or five years old and she comes up to me she's like I'll hold your hand if you like they're not scary it's okay I was like how are you not scared right now y'all I ran for my fucking life and then that's when one of the staff members was like um I think you're gonna need some water miss would you like to come and get some water we'll hook you up with a bottle of water I can't charge you because this is just the start of the night just the fucking start of the night and they didn't want to charge me for their fifteen dollar bottle of water. There. Oh my god. I was not there. That's amazing. She left my ass. I left him. She booked it. I ran like it was I was back in my sprinting days because I used to run track, believe it or not. This thickness had a better body. Okay. I was running like Shut I was up. running the hundred <laughs> meter dash for my yourself. life. And then, of course, you know, we we had good sex after that, after that whole Because you spent the whole night getting scared, and then you were like, I need to get dicked. I needed to get dicked after that. Are you kidding me? And then he even got hit on. We talked about that last night. We We talked about that last night. Oh, by the way. I'm I'm sporting I'm sporting some actual bruises tonight, because um, mm. last night I topped off um, after talking to Dorian. Everybody needs to watch um, the show. We're all dead. It's a new Korean uh, horror show on Netflix. Let me tell you, it's a little slow in the beginning, but once they get into the zombie kills. Again, this is horny for horror. I was so fucking horny. This man is downstairs watching his D&D show. I'm texting him every 15 minutes like, when is your shit ending? Because I'm getting more turned on by the bloodlust. There's something about zombies attacking people, which is in a sexual manner. Have you seen the way zombies devour a body? That shit is orgasmic. So so the zombies is not something that does it for me. It's the vampire. It's the vampires and the werewolves. Yeah. Like, down yeah. some werewolf play. I am down that primal, um, animalistic. Yes. Wolf taking like true blood. Mm. Give me all the true blood. Give me all the vampires and the werewolf. <sighs> Underworld. Oh. <gasps> Give me Back some lichen yes. dick, okay? Uh, uh, yes. yes. Give me some like fucking lichen dick. Now you want you're the on red air. rocket, leather and latex. And this man, you we call him. I want it all. I fucking want it all. This man is the wolf. The man on the mic with me in the room. He is a wolf. We call him Wolfie. When I'm orgasming and I and he gets, he growls. He growls and he bites hard. Tattoo. <laughs> I'm very so, excited. I'm very very excited about the wolf tattoo. My bull is gonna get. Yes. I'm going to bite it. With Mm. you guys talking about the clowns, before we get off the clowns, I've got to tell you a story since you were on it. I don't understand the fascination or the the scariness of the clowns, but my son, who is at the time he was nine, um, or just turned nine, um, he's obsessed with Pennywise and It. Oh, my Um, God. 
he read nine years old. He read Stephen King's novel of all like twelve thousand pages, of including the fucking so, orgy that happened with these twelve-year-olds in the book. Oh my god! Thank you. He, he re- Thank you. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> so, so he um yeah he's he's just always been he's he's a he's a bookworm but um he wanted to be Pennywise for Halloween so I got him a Pennywise costume and I took him to his first ever haunted house which was um, a haunted house up in up in here called uh, Paranoia I think I talked about it last night oh yeah you did so anyways long long story short we go out there and you know he's a young kid so he was scared to death he he, he was really worried about going about being scared and what happens he's like can i wear my costume there so we did full face paint the whole nine i'll i'll post a picture um um Sapphire, i'll send you a, a picture on instagram i he looked amazing and you know mind you he's nine years old so he's super short right so we go there. We're waiting in line. Every person in line thought that he was part of the show. Ah! Had people walking around. He was scaring more people than the workers that were there because he was so short. They weren't paying attention to him. They looked down and they freaked out. We had like <laughs> it, no less than 30 people jumping out of line. Like free and and, and he totally amazing. got into it. I don't even know how he did it, but he figured out how to do that thing where you you roll your eyes in the back of your head so you can't see your pupils. Oh yeah, I'm so proud he of would this stand child. There and stare at people, and then he would just cock his head to one side and like, and they would come out of their pants. I think it your son most- and I would have a great time together because that's what I that's live amazing. for. I live for scaring people. As much as people scare me back, I live for fucking scaring people because. I don't know. It's just something about when you turn yourself into horror, like everybody celebrates Halloween and they like to go for the slutty. No, 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 no. I go bloody. I go bloody and sexy. I have hooked up with people where they're like, I would never think about kissing somebody with the amount of blood that you have. But goddamn, you make this so sexy. And I'm like, thank you. Fucking thank you. you. Your kid's going to be a lady killer. Legit. He's just going to be a solid. He's going to be a killer. It's going to be bomb. And and then what happened? After we were in line for a little bit, then everybody, they, you know, they realized that like, oh, that's just your son. Everybody wanted to take pictures of him. He was a celebrity. It was, and ever since then, he's been obsessed with haunted houses ever since that first experience. He wants to go to him. So listen, Dorian, I hope that we get to link up because I would, I I would love you guys to show me a good time. I think it would be We're going to Halloween Horror Nights next year. All of us, you, you're coming. We're all, we're all doing it. Fuck yes. I want to get in. I want to tap in to people's fears that turn them on. And of course, I'm going to start talking about some shows right now two of my favorite horror shows of all time one unfortunately got canceled and the other i'm just hoping that maybe we'll get another anthology that will just turn me the fuck on start to finish i don't know which one i should start off with should i start off with lc or ahs ahs What's Elsie? My vote is AHS. Oh, LC. Oh, oh, oh we got a split tie. Okay, let's go with the sexiest. American fucking horror story. Not sexy. Fuck yes. There is everything sexy about American horror story. I'll First of all, fight you to the end on American horror story. <laughs> You when you when American Horror Story first started off, they knew what the fuck they were doing with their advertisement. When you have somebody showing up in a gimp suit, and then you got you know the levitation of a body, and that mm-hmm. might be dead, it might not be dead. Mm. I was like, oh shit, I'm tapped in. Murder House, and then, Murder House will forever be my favorite. Anonymous sex with gimp suit guy. Yes. Fuck. Do we still don't know if gimp suit? Is a is a he a she a they a them? We don't know. 
We don't fucking know. We don't know the fucking entity. And it's exactly, Mistress K. It is sexy as fuck. You talk about horny for horror. I'm sitting there watching this going, I'm fucking terrified. Yes. And yet I am so turned on right now. Let me tell you how turned on I was. So at the time when that show came out, I had just graduated from college and I, I, no, actually fuck that. I was in college and I was just tapping into, I'm a baby. I'm 32. So if I'm, yeah, if I'm correct, Murder House came out, I want to say, I'm about to type it up right now, but I think it came out around like 2009, if I'm not mistaken. So I was, I was just tapping into my freakdom in San Francisco, 2011. So this is my final year as a college senior. And I remember vividly, I'm living in a house with seven girls. <laughs> And my roommates, one of my roommates caught me masturbating on our fucking couch, on her couch, watching the show. And I'll never, I'll never live that shit down. Like that show, I don't think I ever, I don't think there was one episode of Murder House that I did not masturbate to. So granted, fast forward a couple months when the show ended and I moved back and graduated and moved back here in L.A., I was dating a cunt of an ex. She was fucking horrible, but, 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 but she did live around the corner from the actual set of the murder house because the house is fucking real. Um, And at the time, before the show really got popular, people could just walk up to the steps. Now you can't. That that whole area is barricaded. So one night she took me, surprised me, and we actually fucked in front of the house in the car because I was so fucking turned on. The only thing that was missing was the gimp suit that night. The only fucking thing that was missing was the gimp suit and maybe a little bloodless. And it is my undying fantasy to have a blood orgy, fake blood orgy. I, I'm not into blood play at all, but I have always said I wanted to, for my birthday, have a blood orgy where we just have fake blood splattered everywhere. Like if I have to set up the room like Dexter and put, you know, saran wrap everywhere, fucking be it. But I want to have an actual fake blood orgy. So may I make a suggestion? May I make a suggestion for that? Please, because fake blood has caro syrup. Caro syrup has sugar. Sugar does not need to go in the hoo ha, because if it, sugar goes in the hoo ha, oh, that yeah. is just a recipe for yeast infection. So may I make a suggestion for how to safely do your blood orgy so that sugar does not end up in the hoo ha? Oh, try us. No, I know not to put the sugar in the hoo ha. I'm just saying. Everywhere except for the genitalia. No, wait, I'm curious. What's the so, sugar, yes, what's the sugar-free option? Sugar-free option, please. So my suggestion, eh, it's it's probably it, it'll probably end up there anyway. But my suggestion is to have a row of test tubes with your fake blood in the test tubes, and to have a designated scientist or designated lab assistant drip test tube blood i'm using quotation marks onto your bodies like it's wax you know my girlfriend that's we're my actually suggestion. having a i wish you could see see the stupid grin on her face right now <laughs> it's crazy because my girlfriend is a scientist <laughs> 
lab coated up, baby. Yes. That's some role play bitch and shit Miss, right there. Mistress K, I'm going to have to report back to you because I think we're going to have to make this into reality this year. Oh my God, she's got it I'm all. I'm just saying, that is a way to be able to do your blood orgy in a way that is not only artistically fun, because you're talking about the lovely little drips and splatters mm-hmm. from the um, blood test tubes, and then you can also incorporate a little bit of role play into that. You could potentially incorporate some torture scenes in there as well. Some oh, fear we, play we definitely and torture have. scenes with the idea of someone being bound and being, quote unquote, forced to be exposed to the blood. Listen, there's some fun to be had with that idea you can this bedroom on that this bedroom where i'm broadcasting out of right now i'm looking at my door i have door restraints i got bed restraints we got the sirs torture devices in the closet oh this is going to be a fucking reality actually sir i think we might need to make this note for next week's uh foursome date that we got lined up there's some medical play that you could get involved in with some of this, too. Like you could get into some medical role play just to even like play around with different ideas of that. There's Absolutely. Fun to be had with this. It's funny that you bring up medical play. So I just real quick before you start on this, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm going to message you on Instagram because I want to co-host a room with you on how we can make kink spaces more inclusive for black people. I'm I'm down. I'm always down. You got to include King Dom in this one, too, because yeah. he's got some good shit. You and I both know he's got some good shit. So and it, you know, it may just be that, like, I host a room and everybody who's black and a kinkster comes up and tells me what they need in order to feel safe and feel comfortable in a kink environment so that I know what I need to do as a white woman playing in this space to help make you feel safe. And it could just be that. But also for me to if I'm ever hosting an event how can I make you guys feel more welcome and more safe and that is a conversation for another time so get back to your conversation what you were going to say I'm with it and thank you guys who have been sticking around again don't be shy I won't say your name you can just come up and we can chat this is a safe space I want want to hear you guys are going to help me get off later, okay, with your nasty. <laughs> Let me just call it for what it is. I, I'm taking notes of people's freakdom, and I love it. I fucking live off of it. Um, I was going to say, since you brought up medical play, one of my favorite scenes back in season two of Asylum, Adam Levine, Jenna Dewan, the actors, Adam Levine from the front from Maroon 5 they broke mm-hmm. into the murder house I believe this was like the first episode they break into murder house and they're fucking on the procedure table which was known at the time of the murder house series for its disgusting revolting murders the fact that there was a couple that was just like tapping into that I find it very sexy there's something sexy that I've always wanted to wear having sex on haunted grounds so when i hear people say like even my man 
who is from the South, when I hear people from outside of LA that can openly have sex in graveyards, I fucking envy y'all. Where you can have open sex well, and just like, well, what? That, what? That, that depends. That's not just outside of LA. That's very specific to rural areas. That's what I'm saying. You can't have sex in a there, there's nowhere in LA you can have sex on a grave site, okay? All the grave sites are not open. You try to have sex at Forest Lawn, there's a security guard just waiting at the <laughs> gates for you, okay? Oh no, Anders, my fellow LA man is gonna pop up. My, my, my friend You're lost dead his wrong. I'm dead wrong. I blew out my left ankle and knee breaking into a cemetery in the eighth grade. Okay, listen, that's the eighth grade. We're talking about now. Yeah, Megan. now I can get over that same wall without detection. Whew, Lord. Don't go through the fucking gate. <laughs> I got a great story about someone who broke into cemeteries. Who broke into One of my friends lost their virginity now. in a cemetery. I mean, I normally take a helicopter. Is your friend Mary Shelley? But you can jump the fence. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I'm just saying, listen, I envy everybody who has ever had sex in the gravesite because... I want to have sex. There are three places that are morbid as fuck that I want to have sex in. I am that kinkster that would love to have sex with somebody at a funeral. Okay? I did it in the morgue. I, and that's one of my places too. I in want to the, do it. The old morgue up I here in do, Alameda County. I want to do it in a morgue. I want to do it in a coffin at a funeral home. Okay? Understand. I want to test drive a, 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 a little coffin. I just need to make sure. You, you don't want to do it in the morgue. Why? So not. It's unlike the OR. The morgue isn't sterile. Oh. Oh, so that's true. You got all the body so fluids and that all we're that. Doing surgery and dissecting bodies. That's and I don't true. mean surgically. I mean, shit's going everywhere. I've used a sawzall. Uh, we've got sternal saws. You name it. But some of the stuff is straight up butcher shop stuff. I've got a bandsaw in the anatomy lab. Ooh. So, Megan. So, yeah. Yes. You talk about wanting to have sex in a coffin? Yes. There is a company called Coffin Couches that they make couches out of display coffins that funeral directors are transitioning out of. Y'all, y'all like, she so has they been have trying one that's for their display. To get a new couch. Listen, I, I have been finding a reason to get us a new couch. I'm looking at coffin couch. Babe, we're going to have to get this. First one we see is our favorite color is purple. That's it. That's it. We're blowing the budget. Purple color. You're welcome. We're blowing the fucking budget. You're welcome. You get a new couch and you get to fulfill a f- fantasy oh. all in one. Oh, fuck. You're that's welcome. Great. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to put up a GoFundMe right now because that shit is $8,000. <laughs> I'm going to put up a GoFundMe. Get me my fucking couch. <laughs> fulfill my, my dark fantasy on, on GoFundMe because $8,000 for a coffin couch. Fulfill my deathly fantasy. <laughs> I was about to say, get your OnlyFans your OnlyFans and say, I will do a live experience with you if you buy my couch. Listen, if I wasn't taping, (laughs) if I wasn't LA's, you know, one of LA's prominent traffic reporters, I would have an OnlyFans. But, but, but I'm looking at this couch and the things that I could do on this fucking couch. Right? 
Yeah. This looks sturdy as fuck. I learned about that couch today. Oh my God. I learned about that couch today. I'm so glad I could share it with you. All right, all you sexy motherfuckers, that was the end of part one. Yes, only part one of Horny for Horror. Parts two and three are dropping on February 20th. Make sure you're subscribed to Sapphire's Earplay on all streaming platforms or just simply visit MsRadioSapphire.com. And if you need more of me, go to Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram and at MsRadioSapphire.